we present, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel game. At the piano is Colin Stell and your chairman, Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to another series of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. When we started, I actually looked like the photograph of me outside the theatre. <laughs> because this is in fact the 11th series of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, which means that we've recorded almost 100 editions of the programme, including four funny ones. <laughs> Let's see if we can notch up a fifth now with our two teams, who are Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton. <laughs> and Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And we're going to launch ourselves like greyhounds unleashed into uh, the ever-popular game, Mornington Crescent. Everybody... <laughs> Everybody knows the rules, so uh, for this first game in this series, we're going to play one of the special rules teams, so if you just make a note of this, that reverse substitution is allowed below an Oxford Street Shepherd's Bush axis. Ah. You got that? No. You can't reverse below... It's allowed. Reverse Maybe substitution allowed. is allowed. Yeah, can do it. Substitution. Well, you can. Oh, yes. sorry. Sorry, substitution. substitution. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, Barry, you better start now. You seem to have got the hang of it quicker than the others. <laughs> well, there's only one way I can start now. Ladbrook Grove. Good start. Ladbrook Grove. Willie. Wrong. Uh, Challenge sorry. from Glenn. What was that? I wasn't even meant to do that. I've forgotten the rules myself. <laughs> First of series, I forgot the rules. Beg your pardon. Kensington Church Street. Oh. 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 Wait, wait. That's the reverse again, aren't you? Don't do anything. All right, Oxford Street East and Argyle Street. Oh. Oxford Street East and Argyle. Yeah, it's yeah, that's that's on the thing. Oh, I see. Oh. Uh, Holloway Road. On its own. <laughs> Um, Holland Park. Hey! <laughs> no, let's say Park it. Lane, Manchester Square, the morning from Crescent. Wang! Well done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Oh, I lay. Yeah, I can see that down. coming. Well done, Willie. I didn't. Okay, teams, let's go on now to the game called Yellow Pages. I flick through the Yellow Pages. Uh, teams, you have to stop me when you want to, and uh, I'll give you a trade the members of which you have to announce at the end of the programme, at their annual ball. Perhaps the listeners at home right. would like to flick through the I'm yellow pages themselves. It's, yes. It's more fun than listening to the programme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, if they can flick through at the same speed, they'll know where you are. So you tell oh, them they're not meant to know where you are. Oh, right. They could ring in then, couldn't no. they? Right, here we go. Our number's I'm not in the book. We're going to start flicking now. Let your fingers do the walking, Humph. Stop. But I... <laughs> yes, I can give you a choice. Bolt and nut stockist. <laughs> but you don't look too keen about that one. Too easy. Bookbinders. Bookmakers. How about bookmakers? We'll make it easy for you by enlarging it a bit to gamblers. So at the end of the program, I'll ask you to announce your late arrivals at the Gamblers' Ball. Okay. Oh. Meanwhile, the, the publishers for this as well. The makers of books. Oh. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just trying to spread it. Meanwhile, nobody loves a smart ass. <laughs> He's on Not drugs. what you said before. <laughs> <laughs> you promised, Me you promised. Order, order. Try <laughs> <Pine laughs> lagers, please. And... 
We'll rush on to the game called Excuses. This is based on the game so popular with married couples, where the hell have you been? It's gone midnight. Someone I'm about to nominate will ask a searching question, and the next person will make an excuse, and the next one will follow that excuse, and so on, until I press the buzzer or murder is committed. We're going to start with you, Graham Garden. Jacques. I remember him. Why? I said you his brother. Yes. <laughs> Why are you two wearing drag? Oh, so we are. <laughs> um, it was very dark in the bedroom mm. <laughs> when we uh, got dressed. Whose bedroom? John Selwyn Gummers. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. It's a beautiful name, but I find that very hard to believe because you never ever see him wearing drag. I told her it was very dark. <laughs> what were you doing in this bedroom? This. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? No idea, but we're going to show it to Arthur Negus. <laughs> You're not going to see Arthur Negus dressed like that. I'd go a long way to see Arthur Negus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well done, Willie. And we're going to start with you, Willie, now, to make another excuse and uh, start the second game off. What were you two doing round the back of the three degrees <laughs> last Friday? <laughs> This. <laughs> and as a result, there are now 45 degrees. <laughs> Is that centigrade or Fahrenheit? I don't know. It was dark in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of that. Now, we have a game called New Sitcom Ideas. TV and radio channels are always trying to come up with new formats for successful situation comedy series. So in this next round, I'm going to ask you for some suggestions, teams for sitcoms, and then we can send the best ideas to the Penelope Keith Rescue Fund. <laughs> and we'll start with Barry Cryer. Funny you should mention Penelope Keith, haven't I? And it's a great idea for a series. Penelope Keith, in, as a mother superior, in love with a midget. <laughs> it's called Don't Swing on My Beads. <laughs> a winner. Beans or up. not. <laughs> right. Willie. This is quite a serious idea. It's a variant... On the odd couple, um, Brown Clough falls on hard times and goes to live with Quentin Crisp. <laughs> um, after about two episodes, they realise they are, in fact, twin brothers. And then you've got a whole wonderful thing that can happen to them. I mean, extraordinary effect on Nottingham Forest, who become the first gay leaders of the fourth division. <laughs> um, I thought... The most important thing in a situation comedy in Verve is the sofa. So I've got a very rude sofa played by Bernard Manning. <laughs> <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. That's a good title. What was the title? Sorry. Clough and Crisp. I wouldn't like to hear the theme music, but it's Clough and Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Graham. Um, there's this steeplejack who's played by John Inman. And, <laughs> and he lives next door to a retired stoker from Birkenhead who's played by Penelope Keith. Now, problems, problems arise when John Inman's son, played by Windsor Davies, falls, falls in love with, with Penelope Keith's Doberman Pinscher. It's bad enough that the age difference is 36 years, but imagine the reaction when Windsor Davies gets pregnant and the series is called Bucket of Cold Water. Oh.
The audience applauded because I waved at them. <laughs> well, you know them. <laughs> okay, Tim Brooke Taylor. Rather sentimental one line. It's a father who goes to a, a transvestite club and takes what he thinks is a lovely girl home with him. It turns out to be his son. Um, <coughs> meanwhile, the son's boyfriend falls for the mother, thinking she's a man on the likely grounds that no woman could look like that. <laughs> Wendy Craig enters at this moment and suggests that they all dress up as nannies, including herself, and live with the women's peace movement. There ensue many weeks of hilarious mirth-making fun of women, the possibility of nuclear holocaust, lesbians, gays in general, blacks and the England cricket selectors. Uh, there is incidentally one key role, a camp Spaniard, with the catchphrase, what a gay dago. <laughs> well, I, I didn't wave at the audience that time. It was, it was quite spontaneous, so Tim... <laughs> Tim wins the round. Well done, Tim. This is what they want. Thank you, Humphrey. Right, we go on to a game called Just a Minute. This is a musical round in which the team members attempt to sing a song for a minute without hesitation, repetition or deviation. And our first song is I Want to Be Happy. And we'll start with you, Graham Garden. I want to be... What, what, what? What? The challenge from Tim Brooke Taylor. Hesitation. <laughs> but he hasn't started. I know he hadn't started. Never that. Well, he he it was Colin Sell playing the introduction. Oh, I beg your pardon. I thought it was mouse. I want to be happy, but me. What? What? Repetition. That's the second time he's sung that. <laughs> I think I'll uphold that one, yes. Don't. <laughs> Willie, carry on. Myself desire to be happy. Challenge from Tim Brooke Taylor. Well, repetition of happy. Carry on, Tim. Right. <laughs> you. Meditation. <laughs> no, I'll, I won't allow that one Ooh. because Tim hasn't had a, a, a line for quite a while. <laughs> Go on, but they won't be. <laughs> Graham. <laughs> Graham, yes. Deviation. Yes, you're right there. It's all that. He's wearing a dress. All that stuff about. <laughs> <laughs> Will you pick up the song and try oh. and finish it, please? <laughs> Life's really worth living when we are mirth giving. Why can't I hand some to you when skies are grey and you say thou art blue? Me will send the sun. Challenge from Willie Rushton. Z came up again. <laughs> hasn't come up for a long time. No, In fact, something back through it, it hasn't come up before. <laughs> D, D H and E have come up quite a lot before. <laughs> Not in that order, though. Not necessarily. No. Well, well Willie, uh, I'll uphold that one, but I want to hear something from Barry Cryer. So, Barry, will you take it up? <laughs> Hesitation. <laughs> Quite true. I'm going to stop that song because you're having, you're having problems with that song. And we'll do. Let's do another one. Let's do a slightly slower song. I think this is a nice one. I always like this one. Oh. Never on Sunday. Be meeting my mail again. Willie. Oh, you can kiss mine. Oh, me. <laughs> Great. Uh, deviation. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you do. I can say it. Yes, I'll upload that. Carry on, Graham. 
Oh, you can kiss me on a Monday, a Lundi, a Montag is very extremely good. Or you can postulate uh, me on... <laughs> yes, or yes. you can. I've... Repetition. Uh, no, it was hesitation, but carry on. And hesitation. And hesitation. And deviation. And deviation. Carry and on, Tim. Osculate me on a Tuesday, a Mardi, as another day of the week, in fact, you wish I could. Or... Challenge from Graham. Repetition in reverse order. <laughs> I think that's right, Hump. Y yes. All right, then, Graham, you pick up the song from there. Or you can do it again to me on a Wednesday, a third day of the week, a last day of the week, and last day of the week, but one repetition of last day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> You challenge yourself so I can go on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but never ever on a Sunday, a Lord's Day, because that's my period of 24 hours of rest. I think we'll allow that one to go. Yeah. And really speaking now, the, original, I thought. the whole contest is very evenly poised as we I go on to the next game, which is called Estate Agent's Jargon. Anyone who's bought a house and received particulars from estate agents will know that they're experts in creative writing. So I want you teams to give me some examples of estate agent's jargon and then tell me what it means. I think we'll start with Timbrook Taylor. Oh, compact garden means access to window box. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Semi-detached means it's falling apart. <laughs> And uh, one I like to think the other day was a very large period building praised by John Betchman, built on Victorian lines. It means they're selling St Pancras. <laughs> Larry. Open plan, a Barrett's helicopter crashed on it. <laughs> Green belt, mouldy skirting. <laughs> Reduce for quick sale. I like that one. That means please someone buy it before it collapses. <laughs> Willie. Well, uh, one they misused now is studio. We've got your room higher than it is long or wide and the window's too high up to actually look out of it. <laughs> if it is ideal for photography, it's the same room without the window. <laughs> <laughs> Graham. Uh, sometimes you see on their advert the letters CH, which means cannot heat. <laughs> um, to recept means that two receptacles are required to catch the rain dripping through the ceiling. <laughs> Needs some renovation usually means condemned. <laughs> and uh, indoor WC means outdoor bath. <laughs> Anybody got any more? Tim? A stone's throw from Hyde Park means all the windows are broken. <laughs> <laughs> Within or commuting distance, Gatwick's at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> Attractively modernised means flock wallpaper. <laughs> Full of character means the Death Watch Beetle are particularly loud. <laughs> Listed building means the Tower of Pisa. We go on to the next game, which is called Tell the Truth. This is a variation on the brilliant Channel 4 game hosted by the highly talented chairman, Graham Gra... <laughs> Graham Gan... Ga 
Yeah, sorry, I can't read your handwriting, Brad. <laughs> in Channel 4's version, three people identify themselves as the same person. Only one of them is telling the truth, and the panel have to pick him out by judicious questioning. So on this occasion, Graham and Barry will be doing the questioning, and I now call upon our three individuals to identify themselves. Number one, please. My name is Adolf Hitler, and I lost World War II. <laughs> now, number two, please. Uh, my name is uh, Adolf Hitler, and uh, I lost uh, World War II. Now, number three, please. <laughs> Österreich sind unser Land ein. Österreichische Soldaten begrüßen. Deutsche Gaue. Right. Now, Graham and Barry, you can question our three Hitlers to find out which is the real Adolf. Um, I'll start. Um, they're all very persuasive. Yeah. Num number three, I thought, had a trace of a Scottish accent. But, um, number two, uh, where do you live now? Uh, here. And uh, number three, what, uh, what, what sort of job do you do nowadays? Rick unter den Jubel! I see, BBC car park attendant. <laughs> right. um, now, I don't know. <laughs> I would like to disassociate myself from that remark and hope that I get a space to. Uh, <laughs> this is very difficult. I think they're going for a double bluff here. Um, Number one, do you wear any special clothing, or did you wear any special clothing while you were losing World War II? Only for interior decoration. Ah, <laughs> uh, my time's up. <laughs> right, Barry. Number one, you're German, aren't you? This is obviously an assumed voice. Yes, I am German. Oh. Though I was born in Austria. Austrian. Max Jaffa country. <laughs> Number three... Did you ever marry? Österreich sind unser Land ein. Fair enough. <laughs> Number two. Big Jimmy. <laughs> Why is your arm in the air, number two? Is that a customary pose? Ah. Oh, I was just bit acting under orders. Bit of a my own orders. <laughs> Sorry, you're talking when I'm talking to you. Are you? Uh, oh, my time's up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, Graham and Barry. First of all, Graham, uh, who, who do you think it is? I, uh, well, number, number three was quite plausible, but gave himself away with the answer to Barry's last question. Yes. Uh, number one... Number one was a woman, I thought. Number one... <laughs> <laughs> was a woman. What about the little moustache? <laughs> and, um... Yes, usually on the lip. <laughs> I think I'm going to... I'm going to go for number two, because he looks as if he might invade Poland. Right, Barry, do you agree with that? I'd, I'd boil them down, and they're awfully tasty. Um, <laughs> I'm going for number two because he looks as if he has invaded Poland. Very recently. Yes, I'll settle for number two. Number two, number right. Number two. Right, now I must ask the real Adolf Hitler, will you please stand up? He can't, he's dead. <laughs> God, he's oh, totally oh. it. <laughs> Oh, he... Right, but just for interest, number one, can you tell me what you do? I am a 24-hour bomb maker. <laughs> and number three, what do you do? Easter eggs in unser Land ein! He's on punchlines, that's right. 
Okay, with Graham leaping into the lead there, we have uh, a game Bordeaux. Everybody knows the rules. We're going to play uh, the game now with the board laid out already in advance. The teams are equipped with dice and counters. Thank you. And that's enough. Counter, and counter. we'll start with you, Graham Garden. Right. Your throw. And I've got a four there, which gives me an extra throw. <laughs> Five means I can throw the second dice twice more. One. <laughs> twice. Right. Nope, I can't go. <clears throat> Tim. We've only got one dice. Throw it twice. One. I can't throw it twice, huh? Oh, go on. That wasn't very good anyway. Four and one, mate. Willie, quick. <laughs> Five. Right. Good. Right. Community chest. <laughs> Return to Beecher's Brook. Right. <laughs> ah. Right. <clears throat> okay. Barry. Barry. <clears throat> okay. Useful. Seven. Oh. I can either not go or go. I have a choice. Go. Seven. Two of the pigs will help. <laughs> Community chest, pick up card. You have been knighted by Harold Wilson. Go straight to jail. <laughs> That's me out. That puts you in a With very a bit of luck. strong position. It's Willie's turn. Six. Ooh. I'm in a hotel in Mayfair with the Reverend Green. <laughs> <laughs> this could lead to something. Thank the Lord. There's a secret passage. Hang on. Now in bed with Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have time for this week. Remember the positions as they are now, because we should be picking up from there. Now we come to uh, our last game, which is the point where I ask the teams for their announcements for late arrivals at the Gambler's Ball, which we chose from the yellow pages. Late arrivals at the Gambler's Ball. Welcome, someone who has trouble with his R's. Talk through. Um, <laughs> from, the, from the roulette table, Ian Navarre Plou. Oh. And all the way from France, will you welcome Mr. and Mrs. Defer and their daughter, Charmaine Defer. <laughs> Please will you welcome from Spain, Senor Ahmed, the well known Spanish robber, the famous Juan Ahmed. Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> and his Chinese racing friend, Wei Din. <laughs> Thank you. They're coming with Bert Baccarat. <laughs> From Las Vegas, the family shoot crap. <laughs> uh, and their son, uh, Les Shoot Crap. <laughs> All the way from Russia, the famous horse racing family, Favorite. 
Mr. Son, Ivan's favourite. <laughs> Mr. Chway and his daughter, Betty Chway. Oh. 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 And her friend, Roulette Lenska. <laughs> there are the go-callers and their son, Ben Go-Caller. From the Post family, a clerical gentleman. He's a pastor, in fact. In fact, he's the first pastor post. With <laughs> <laughs> anti holy man. An Irish holy man from Peru. A Father Juan de Field. Every, everybody's moving away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the Daily Mirror, we've got Andy Cap arriving at 3.30. That's from Newmarket. That's the 330 handicap from Newmarket. <laughs> also from the Southern States of America, please will you welcome visitors to our country, Mr. and Mrs. Ment of Risk, and their necessary daughter, the necessary Ellie Ment of Risk. She's a Yankee. There's Spot the Ball. Oh, no, it's Spot the Dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the pool. <laughs> At this point, with Tim Brooke Taylor, first past the post, and Barry Craig... <laughs> <laughs> next week, Graham. Next Tommy week. Tune and his sister Pom. Pom Tune. <laughs> this is where we come to an end for this week, and from all the teams and myself, goodbye now. <laughs> Barry Clyde, Graham Garden, Timbrook Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme is produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. <laughs>